purpose, obedience, prayer. Girls, let's study the word, discover our purpose, remain in obedience, and fervently pray. Christian Girls Pop. Welcome for another episode of Christian Girls Pop. Thanks for tuning in. I'm super excited about this podcast. It's about to get real. I'm so ready for this. But before we do anything else, let's pray. Jesus, thank you for another chance to share your word. Lord, I pray that everything that comes out of my mouth is exactly what you want me to say. Nothing more, nothing less. I pray that every ear that listens to this not only listens, but applies and decides to enable future change in their lives. Lord, help us to be better than what we are right now. Continue to change us, mold us, shape us into who you've called us to be. And we'll give you all the glory for it. In Jesus' name, amen. So the title of this podcast is called Hearing God's Voice. Yeah, girl, we're going to talk about it or let's get into it. This is something that so many people ask questions about. So many people have, um, I guess, their own opinions about or their own questions about it. And so I want to just share what the Lord has given to me. I want to share my own experience with hearing God's voice, ways to help you to be able to experience God's voice and just for us to be better women of God. So with hearing God's voice, I always hear one of two things. The first thing is people say that straight up, they just can't hear God's voice. Just point blank. I can't hear God's voice. And second is they don't know if there's a difference between God's voice and their own thoughts. So we're going to talk about both of those. We're going to talk about some other things also. And um, I'm sure you fit into one of these categories as we go along. So in the Bible times, you'll see it over and over again as you read through scripture that the Lord spoke to these people. You'll see it in scripture. The Lord spoke. God spoke. Someone will say, I heard the Lord. And maybe as you read the Bible, you maybe had the thought that, oh, that was just for the Bible times. God doesn't speak like that today. That is a lie. Let's go ahead and get rid of that. Now, the Lord still speaks today. He speaks clearly. He speaks just as clearly as he did back then. And we have that same power, that same access to be able to hear the Lord just as they did. If anything, we have even more access because we have access to God's Father through Jesus Christ, who died for our sins. And now is that propitiation for our sins. He's that middle ground. He intercedes for us. And so now we can hear straight from God. So don't think that it's just for Bible times. That's not the case. We can still hear God just as clearly. So let's get into it. For the people who say that they can't hear God's voice, maybe that's you. Maybe you're like, yeah, like I just been praying and like nothing's been happening. I don't hear anything. I don't know like what I'm supposed to be listening for. I just can't hear God's voice. I have a couple questions for you. My first question is what is distracting you from hearing God's voice? Yeah, I asked it. I'm going to ask it again for the people in the back. What is distracting you from hearing God's voice? Sometimes good things and bad things can both be distractions. Because I know that was a thought that popped in your head. You're like, I'm living for Jesus. I don't have any bad things. I don't have any sin distracting me. Or I don't think I do. But the good things can be distractions too. All the time that you serve at church, you're doing all these things for God. You're doing all these things for God, but you're not spending time with him. Think I always talk about it like this. Think about it like this. Every human relationship can parallel to a relationship with God. So think about if you're dating. If you're buying this person all these gifts, you're sending them 
Amazon deliveries. You're doing all these things for them, but you're not taking time to talk to them. That relationship's not going to go well. It's not going to be as intimate as it could be. That person is going to appreciate the gifts that you're doing. They're going to appreciate the gifts that you're bringing to the table. But they're like, I would also like to talk to you. I would also like to spend time with you. I have things that I want to say. Certain things can be distractions to us. Certain things can hinder us from hearing God's voice. And that may be one of the reasons why you feel like you're struggling with hearing God's voice. What is distracting you from hearing God's voice? A distraction is simply anything that takes away from God. Anything that takes time away from God. So think about it in your own life. Analyze your life. If you need to pause this podcast and think about it, write some stuff down, do that. I want you to be able to analyze your life and see if there's any distractions that are hindering you from hearing God's voice. Because sometimes you may just be too busy to hear God's voice. That may be the only reason why you're not hearing him clearly is because you're too busy. There's no time for him to speak because you're going all day long constantly. So one, what is distracting you from hearing God's voice? Two, the second question, how much time are you spending with God? I always say this. um, There's a podcast that you can listen to if you scroll further down is called Knowing God Versus Knowing of God. And I talk about spending time with the Lord and being able to hear his voice in that podcast, too. And I always use the example of my mom. My mom and I are very close. We have a close relationship. And I know the ins and outs of her behavior. I could be at the front of the church and I could hear my mom all the way at the back of the church. And I could know her just based off her cough. She could cough once and I'm like, oh, my mom's here. And I'll turn around and she'll be sitting right there in the back because I've spent time with her. If I haven't spent time with her, I'm not going to know those small, intimate details. The same thing goes with God. The more time you spend with him, the easier it will be for you to be able to hear his voice. But you have to put in that time. I use my mom as an example, but you can think of anyone that you're close to in your own life. Think of how you know them. You know their voice. You know their nervous habits. You know when they're scared when they're embarrassed you know these things because you've spent time with them you know what they sound like i can hear my mom a mile away and know it's her i could hear my mom in a crowd of people and be able to pinpoint her voice her voice specifically because i have spent time with her the more time you spend with him the easier it will be to hear god's voice and to follow up that question So not only how much time are you spending with him, but when you spend time with him, are you giving him time to respond? When you spend time with God, are you giving him time to respond? Sometimes we've made it all the way. We've done all the steps. We've set aside time for God. We got everything ready. We're putting aside everything else. But then we talk the whole time. Soon as you hit your prayer time, you you got plenty of things to pray for. You got plenty of people you pray for, and that's awesome. Thanks for praying for those people. You got your own prayer requests. You're talking to him. But if have you ever stopped and be like, Lord, what do you think? Have you ever stopped and asked him, Lord, what do you have to say about this? Or just simply said, Lord, speak to me right now. I won't say anything until I hear you speak to me. Sometimes we just talk and talk the whole time. And he's like, what? What? Well, if you, I, and he's like, if you would, if you would give me two seconds, sis, two seconds, I could tell you what's up.
two seconds. That's all he wants. He says, give me a chance to speak. I want you to know this. I want you to remember this, write it down, whatever you got to do. God wants to and does speak to you. You will hear him if you are intentional. I'm going to say it again. God wants to and does speak to you. You will hear him if you're intentional about listening. You have to be intentional about wanting to hear him. You have to be intentional about listening to God. It's not enough just to do things for God. It's not enough to just go to church and go do this. God wants to have a relationship with you. Relationship requires communication. If you ask any old married couple who've been married for a substantial amount of time, they will tell you communication is key because miscommunication can come in very quickly or lack of communication can kill a relationship. Intimacy requires communication. A solid relationship requires communication. And if you want to have that solid relationship to go further in God and to do the things that he's asked you to do, it requires communication. You have to be talk, be willing to talk to him. And with communication, it goes both ways. Don't just communicate to him. Allow him to communicate back to you. So that's for the first group. That's for people who feel like they can't hear God's voice. Second group is, I don't know if there's a difference between God's voice and my own thoughts. And this was something that I was planning to address in the podcast. And someone actually reached out to me and asked this exact question. And I was like, oh, perfect. I'm about to do a whole podcast on it. On it, So there you go. So that just goes to show you that there is plenty of people and you may be one of these people as well that want to know kind of what the difference is or like, how can I discern what's what? And that's something I thought of too, because I would at first just think, oh, that was just me in my own head. That was just me in my own head. That wasn't really God and God the whole time. God was like, uh, that was me, but okay. Um, and as I matured in my relationship with the Lord and I began to hear him more clearly, I began to analyze and realize, man, all those pastimes, that was God speaking to me too. Whether or not I believed it, that was a different story, but that was God speaking to me. So these are three questions that I always tell people or tell people to ask themselves if they're trying to discern what's God and what's themselves. Three questions that you can always do to analyze the thought. First, does what I think I hear align with God's word and truth? Does what I think I hear align with God's word and truth? So first, what is this thought, right? So if we're just going to use an example, we're going to go with it the whole time. Say the thought is, I am never forsaken. That's the thought. Or even maybe God speaks it to you and he says, you are never forsaken. Okay, that's what we're going to go with. You are never forsaken. So the first question, does what I think I hear align with God's word and truth? Can I back this up with scripture some way, somehow? Okay, yes, I for sure can. It's mentioned all over the Bible and specifically in Deuteronomy where God says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. So, okay, first step. It, it, it aligns with God's word. I see it in scripture. This is truth. Second question. Is this something I would come up with on my own? More often than not, if, if it is not something you would come up with your own, it's most likely God. That's something I tell people. This is not a formula. This is not a law. This is not in scripture. This is something that I've experienced in my own life over and over again. And I believe that others can attest to that as well. If it's something that you wouldn't come up with it on your own, it most likely 
is from God. It could be a business idea, a blog idea, a book idea, something that seems almost beyond yourself that's normally God. Because you wouldn't come up with it on your own, right? So we're going to go back to the you're not forsaken example. If anything, our flesh wants to tell us that we are forsaken and the enemy wants to tell us tell us that we are forsaken so that we can choose to go to the things of this world to try to fulfill us or so that we can feel lonely and isolated. Because that's all the things that the enemy wants to do. So this this is not necessarily something that we would come up with on our own. Because as a natural fleshy person, we're going to want to think otherwise. We're going to want to spiral and self-pity and, and think that, oh, woe is me, woe is me. So is this something I would come up with on my own? I'll give an example besides the you are not forsaken example. When I came up with, or when I was given the idea for Christian Girls Pop to come to be, I had led Bible study at my college for two and a half years. No name for it, just a girls group I would text a bunch of girls have them come over we would meet in different rooms on campus whatever was free whatever was open and the last year we I hosted them in my apartment on campus and so it never had a name and then I graduated and the Lord told me that he wanted me to start um, a group online like a Facebook group for it and I was like okay first of all ah that's crazy second I need a name for it and then the Lord spoke to the name to me so with that whole concept, there was a lot of hearing God on it, trusting God on it. And I was able to ask myself these, these questions. Does what I think I hear align with God's word and truth? Him wanting me to start a online group lines up with scripture. In Matthew, Jesus commands us to go and make disciples and go out to all the nations. God had told me, I want you to go online so that more people can have access to this word. That lines up with scripture. And the second, if I, is this something I would come up with on my own? Absolutely not. I was ready to just kind of be like, well, I did my time at HBU. So, so be it. There we go. What is said has been said and what is done has been done. But God was like, oh, no, baby, we're not stopping there. We're just getting started. So that was two things. I, I made sure to align with God's word and truth. And I realized this is definitely not something I would come up with on my own. And like I said, if it's not something you would come up with your, on your own and it's truth, it's most likely from God. So those are two questions. And the third question is, do I feel peace about what I've heard? One way that I always encourage people to, um, as when they're listening to God or hearing from God, I encourage them that you will feel an overwhelming sense of peace when God speaks. Even if he's bringing correction, he does it with such grace that there's still a peace about it. You will feel an overwhelming sense of peace to where you just know it's God. So do I feel peace about what I've heard? So going back to the you are not forsaken example, it aligns with God's word and truth. It's not really something I would come up with on my own. And I definitely feel peace about knowing that I am not forsaken. This is most likely something from God. In the sense, in the, on the opposite, if I were to think a thought, I am not loved by God, that does not align with God's word and truth because it says over and over again that God loves us, Jesus loves us, God died for us, God sent his son to, to die for us. Is this something I would come up with on my own? It may possibly be or just because I'm so self-pity. If it's something I come up with on my own, it's most likely not from God. And do I feel peace about what I've heard? No. 
I don't feel peace. I, I still feel confused. I still feel chaos. I don't feel at ease. This is probably not something from God. And here's this is one way to always just discern. Go back to scripture. God's word will always back up what he's saying to you. So go back to scripture. Go back to what he's saying. He is going to use scripture to to confirm what he has already spoken over you. So these are three questions that you can ask yourself. Do I does what I think I hear align with God's word and truth? Is this something I would come up with on my own? And do I feel peace about what I've heard? And most importantly, going back to what I've said before, you have to spend time with God. These are just three questions to help you. It's not a formula. It's not law. And this is not the end-all be-all to hearing God's voice. What is the end-all be-all is spending time with God. That is the only way to be able to hear God's voice audibly all the time. We need to be able to spend time with God. We have to make time for that. So those are two groups. And there's a third group I will get to at the end. So if you looked at both of those groups and you're like, neither one of those are me. I hear God's voice just fine. Okay, boo. I got some for you too. Keep listening we're all going to get blessed from this message we are all going to change for the better let's keep going so the next um question that sometimes people ask is what does god's voice sound like some people think it's going to be this audible booming sound from heaven thunder and lightning striking but in scripture it says sometimes god spoke in a still small voice so it's not always what we think it's going to sound like i'll say that first Two, I'll also say that it may be different for everyone. It's not gonna maybe it's not really gonna sound the same for everyone, and that's okay too. Um, I would say that I've heard the Lord audibly before, and it was very sweet, very peaceful, not booming, not blaring, very sweet, very peaceful. And I'll never say that I can actually describe it in words. I don't think I've been able to articulate it just right so i'm not really going to try to do that per se like oh when you hear it it's going to sound just like this this and this because i really don't have the words for it but it's almost as like when people say like when you when you know you know as far as like the one you're going to marry it's kind of the same thing with god's voice it's like once you know you know like once you hear it you know you know it's not anything else and I would like to also encourage you as you're wondering what God's voice sounds like. Remember that God speaks through various things. It's not just going to always be this audible voice that you hear. I've only heard God's voice audibly only a handful of times, if anything. A lot, um, I would say more than that, more than that, more than a handful. But I often hear him speaking through music, through lyrics, through poems, through other people. He's spoken to me through nature. He created these things. Like he can use whatever he wants as a vessel to speak to me. And he can through vessels to speak to you too. He speaks through everything he created. We have to be willing to listen though. He speaks through everything around us. Take time to really stop and listen to what he's saying. So we have the category that said, I can't hear God. The other category said, I don't know if there's a difference between God's voice and my thoughts. Now for the third category, I hear him, but now what? I hear God's voice just fine. Okay. So now that you've heard him, obey him. Now that you have heard him, obey him. 
Now you go and be obedient to whatever he's called you to do. Because a lot of times when he speaks, he's calling us to action. He's not, sometimes it's just a simple like, hey daughter, I love you. Hey, I just want to tell you that you are loved and cherished by me. Sometimes it is that and that's awesome and we need that. Sometimes he's saying, hey, I really want you to start writing that book. Hey, I really want you to start ministering to that person. Hey, I really want you to go and start that business. Whatever he's saying to you, be obedient to that thing. Receive it well. Receive it knowing that it's truth. Receive it knowing that it's God speaking directly to you for you. And be ready to go do whatever he's called you to do. And also, now that you've heard him, continue to hear from him. Don't be satisfied with the one-time experience of hearing God. Talk to him daily. Have him speak to you daily. In your quiet time, after you finish talking to him and just saying good morning to him, whenever you spend time with him, after you finish talking, just give him time to speak to you. Give him time to show you what he wants in his word. Give him time to speak to you through song. Whatever it is, let the Lord speak to you. And my question to you is when he speaks, how will you respond? So we've established that he does speak. We established that he wants to speak to you and that he can do it through various vessels. So when he does speak, how will you respond? Sis, let's obey him in this new season. Let's obey him as we go into 2020. Whenever he speaks, let us just walk into action. No hesitation, no worrying, no doubt, but just straight into whatever he's called us to do, knowing that he will be with us the entire way and fulfill everything that he's called us to do. So let's continue to grow. Let's continue to just be better women for the kingdom. And that starts with hearing our creator and being obedient to him. Thanks for tuning in for this podcast. I pray that it was a blessing. I pray that you were able to get a little bit more understanding of what it's like to hear God's voice. Reach out to our email. You can email us at christiangirlspop at gmail.com. If you have any questions, prayer requests, any advice about this topic or any others, I'm more than happy to answer them for you. You can also, if you haven't already, you can join our Facebook group at Christian Girls Pop. You can look us up and we'll add you into the group. You can also look us up on Instagram at Christian Girls Pop and our website is ChristianGirlsPop.com. Thanks so much for tuning in. Share this with your mama, cousin, auntie, dad. Oh, I mean, I guess you can share it with the daddy too. It's for Christian girls. But you can share it with your mama, cousin, auntie, sister. Everybody needs Jesus. Everybody needs to know that they can hear God's voice and have that relationship with him. So thanks for tuning in. And remember that Jesus loves you so much. Don't you ever forget it.